Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew. And welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. And today is a real doozy. Oh, boy, is it. Is it ever? We've got the fantastic Esther Manito, a very funny comedian, very funny stand-up. We had a great time chatting to her, so look forward to that. Um, before we get cracking into the episode proper, uh, we just wanted to uh, we just wanted to give a, give a shout out and a little appeal uh, to, to to Dave from Manchester. Um, uh, he is doing. We've done this before on the podcast. You may remember he is uh, he's helping out to spread the word about um, the. Uh, children's hospital pajamas uh, appeal the idea behind this is a sort of charity drive um to make sure that every child in hospital on christmas day has a pair of brand new pajamas that's uh, that's what they're after lovely what a lovely it idea so lovely it's a really lovely it's thing cracking. and uh, it's running all the way through uh, september through to december uh, of this year 2022 um there are a few different ways you can do it you can either go to their amazon wishlist page and you can just find a pair of pajamas that a, a, someone has wished for and buy them there, or you can give. I think you can give donations, or you can actually buy pajamas your, your, yourself and drop them off at various drop-off centres. But we will give you all of the details of where to find that in the show notes. Everything you need to know, though, is at www.childrenshospitalpajamas.co.uk, or you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Children's Hospital Pajamas. It's a, um, it's just a really, really brilliant, uh, brilliant charity drive, and especially, you know, like it must be a miserable experience having to spend yeah. Christmas in hospital, especially if you're a kid. So it's a nice thing to do, you know, in this time when uh, it's kind of important that we all look out for each other. So uh, a lovely appeal there, and uh, yeah, get on board with that. Lovely. Um, otherwise, uh, we'll have a little chat at the end about upcoming gigs and the Patreon and things like that. But for now, enjoy the episode. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem, call it a beef. If you got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. Esther, firstly, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're more than welcome. Thank you for waiting for 15 minutes while I tinkered. And not even to do with the podcast. I just made you no. while I folded laundry. <laughs> just had a few errands to catch up on. I found it was really relaxing, actually. It was the really great thing about our podcast is that people often use it as a chance to, you know, marry Kondo their flat while they're, uh, <laughs> yeah, while we're nattering away. <laughs> Esther, what kind of a person are you to live with? What's your What's your setup? Who Who do you live with, and how are you to live with? Oh, I live with the worst people. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, now we're talking. Because I made two of them, so okay. they're awful. Right, yeah. So that's on you. And, and then my husband. So the joke's on me because I married him. Yeah. Oh. So it's all so your you fault. Have you just got terrible taste? 
I've got terrible taste, terrible genes, and me old man as well. <laughs> and what makes them so? What makes you? you what well, firstly, what age are your kids? Nine and seven. Okay. <laughs> you did well. You did well. Don't worry. We're not checking. We're not cross-referencing. You could have said any age. We've gone. That's fine. But that was nipper talk. We won't ask you their names because we don't want to risk you not knowing those. Um. <laughs> Do you know when I get trolled by people telling me I'm an awful mother, and I'm like, "How dare you?" And I'm like, "God, you're right." Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember their ages. Come on a podcast and slag no. them off. Oh, come on. <laughs> now, come on. on. Oh, hey, this come is on. Got, safe space. You've got kids. Kids are a kids. nightmare to live with. They are You tough, can't yeah. keep a house tidy. You just can't. It's draining. You love them and they're great, but my God, is it infuriating. <laughs> I literally just said out loud in the kitchen to have, it's like living with students. And then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what have I become? It is. It's like why my they two so year old daughter and a wife. Just, oh, she's two. She's okay, two? Well, she's got she's got more of an excuse being Man, two. I've just got no concept of putting things back where they came from. Both of them. Is that is that your wife and your daughter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god, it's well, like your wife. living with students. Yeah, I know. I think what gets on your nerves is you kind of tolerate it when they're little, but when they get older, you're like, no, no, come on. Because my kids will do things like they'll sit and eat crisps. On, on the sofa and then I just see a hand just wiping itself down the side of the sofa and I'm oh, like right oh. and that's bad is it <laughs> right. the fact that you need to ask Ben Clark yes <laughs> okay a greasy hand being wiped down the side of the sofa imagine doing that over and over again for years what's your discipline tactics are you are you a taskmaster are you you know are you a hardcore mom or do you let them do what they do no I scream 24 hours a day and they all ignore me and I don't know how to make them listen I threaten I scream I yell and they all just go ah she's just bless her bless her (laughs) she's passionate isn't she (laughs) whisper maybe if you whisper they'll they'll really pay attention when I used to be a teacher I used to do this thing when I just couldn't be bothered to shout anymore where I would just keep putting pens out so I'd get my pencil case out and I'd just lay a pen out one by one and eventually the students would just be like what's she's had a break so they'd, all, they'd all go quiet and start watching and uh, that used to work sometimes so maybe I need to just do something psychotic <laughs> I'm yeah. not coming off very well here yeah, she wasn't a very good mum, but then she did something psychotic and it really turned things around, actually. <laughs> well, how do you get them? How... Luckily, she did something psychotic and uh, mum of the year in the end. I don't know how you get kids to listen no. to you. I oh, really no. don't. You have no. to follow through he, he on knows. things and I'm not very good at following through. I'm always like, you will, you, that's it. You're never going out the house ever again. And they're just like, it's blatantly going to happen. So I'm not very good at following. You know, parents are really good good like i have tried it and it has worked for a period of time doing the old reward charts and stuff but you've got to be yeah, consistent yeah. that's you've got homework to be for you though isn't it you're making more the thing is it's like yeah it's just making more work it's so much easier to go ah f- forget it yeah just watch another couple of episodes and go to bed later that's yeah. the easy way of doing it rather than go no look i've made this chart and we're going to do this and you know we've come up yeah. with last we've come up with last more which is one past last because glow never stops at last so now we've got last more so it'll be like, right. this is your last episode of Bing, and then we'll watch that. And she'll be like, last more? 
and I'll be like, okay, that's last insanely, more. And it's like, that's insanely cute. It's very <laughs> cute. That's the problem, she, she, isn't it? She's, she's, already problem. Got, she's already got past last and she just now there's always last more. But thank God they're cute because if they weren't, you would like just pack up their little bags, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you need to jog on, but they are very cute, which helps you. Thank God you love them. Are you not going to yeah. get to a stage though, Tom? Where you what come comes up after with, last more, last, well, last more, more, last more, more exactly, yeah. yeah That's the, the the problem is if you if you don't you know, know if you if you move the goalpost once, but eventually I've I've done myself in because the first time I heard last more, I, I was so impressed and I yeah. kind of melted and was like, of course, yeah. Yeah. of course that's you can last more, and then I have to explain oh. to my wife, oh oh I'm sorry, we've got last more now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I fucked the system. Sorry like, about you know, that. It's like it's like the speaker going up to eleven. It's like oh yeah, I've broke our system. I'm afraid there's no last more. Yeah, my kids do that. They just go, but if we do big eyes, and they both just stand there with big eyes, and they know I can't handle it. Oh, I'm also man. yeah, I'm very kind of like the things with my kids is I moan about it, but then I also do everything for them and just yeah. tell them that they're amazing all the time. So I've kind of made a rod from my own back because I'm like, and, I, and they, they can do things, but I just end up doing it for them. Like they'll literally just put like, I don't know, rubbish on the side instead of putting it in the bin. And I'm like, oh, I'll go and clear that up. And it's like, no, you do it. But that's a technique, isn't it, it, in itself? Like whether or not they know it, it's that thing. We, we get this a lot on like trying to solve people's beefs. We get that where people will do a thing badly. <laughs> I love the way that my beef is with, with my children. It's like, how do you resolve the beef with your kids? It's like, but like, but like doing a job badly is a yeah. is a te- is a technique isn't it well i'll wash up you know i will wash up i'll just wash up so badly that the control freak says well isn't in that, it, which case i'm doing all yeah. the washing up to do it properly isn't it called yeah. quiet quitting nowadays is that the fr- there's like a phrase where it's like well you do the bare minimum in your job yeah. Minimum. Yeah. yeah yeah so you're, but yeah but i think i think quiet quitting it's should nice be... for me and clarky to finally have a word for it though because you know, <laughs> after a, after eight years, we can finally describe what our technique That's is. Very quiet quitting on the podcast. That's per. I think Just there's a difference between silence. quiet quitting and doing a terrible job. Ah, I think there's a, there's right. a distinction. Oh, yes. Okay, you okay. may have crossed over. You do, you do it's have a last there. more. I'd appreciate if we had a last more more chance, though. Please, Crosby. Thank no you. last more chances. Oh, more. when Ben does those big eyes at you, Crosby, you can't say no to him. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when we were saying it's hard to get kids to listen to you and Ben was like it is hard to get kids to listen to you but I think Ben your rule is you've got to have kids before you let them listen to you you can't right. just go, to, you can't just go okay. to other people's kids and expect them to listen to you listen Actually, up, kids they probably hey, fellow to- kids that's, that's my t- that's my tack you pro- well actually kids probably listen to other people more than they do their own parents they feel very comfortable because it's a real safe environment isn't it not to listen yeah so what you need is actually someone else to come in and scream at them Clarky the outsider like the, you bring him in yeah like super so, nanny like, like a hired so gun no so if, if he's just sat and then he just pops up in front of your living room window just to head fucking hell like twin, goes, peak, yeah. twin peaks twin peaks or something <laughs> yeah oh and just God. goes <laughs> so he just pops up in front of the window and just goes put that packet in the bin and then disappears again yeah I, I twin peek into the window yeah I, I I have a feeling that that like I think that will in the short term incredibly effective in the long yeah. term therapy Years and years of therapy to unpick the trauma of my of my parents paying for somebody to sit outside the whoa, window. Whoa, 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 whoa! I ain't paying no one. No, oh, come on, it's voluntary. It's voluntary. Please, 
Come on, guys. I ain't got enough money for paying paying men to do that. That's the closest I've been to a job for years. (laughs) It's an honour for you, Ben. All right? Thank you. I'm very very privileged. Thank you. And also, what you you do is you you get Clarky to wait outside the therapist's window. And when the session starts, he just pop and go, (laughs) you don't fucking mention me, all right? (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, when the day comes, I'll do the same for you, Ben. You know. Thank you. The day's yeah. never going to come. Back. Okay. Thank you. That's a very safe bet you're making there. Very safe bet. You can just tell Megan to do things for Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Get him a nice birthday present, all right? Yeah. And then just disappear behind a bin at a bus stop. sorting out your Shall we solve some listeners' beefs? Because we're not, we're not, we're not solving any of the, any no. of these. I don't know. I think we're close. I feel like the answer to all of these beefs is going to be get Ben to pop up in front of the window and go, all right. <laughs> and so, I think we've got, we might have come up with a, a fix for all beefs. What is, what is this new voice I've got? That's, a, that's an accurate what? question for you. Yeah, yeah, is, that, is that what I sound like? Yeah. It's strange, you know, you hear yourself in your own head, but when I listen back... You're actually oh. a <laughs> But I always threaten the kids with the man. Like when we're out and about, I always say the man will tell you off. So it's always oh like, God. you know, uh, the man at the... Because it's, it's that ingrained misogynistic thing of like, um, it'll be a man who works at the train station. It'll be a man who works at wherever we're at. So I'm always like, if you don't behave, the man will come. And they're like, who's the man? And I'm like, well, now I know, it's Ben Clark. <laughs> After all this time, I was the man. And yeah. then at some point when you start teaching them about feminism and telling them they're going to stick it to the man, that will also be Ben Clark. That will also be Ben Clark. Yeah. But I, I, but I mean, you must do that with your kids. You know, when you're out and you're like, no, the, the, the man will tell you off. But you mean like the person that works there. But I always just say the man. And they're like, who's the man? And I'm like, I don't know. I just use that as a generic term for employee. And then they know that your threat is idle. <laughs> they, they know that you are lying. <laughs> You don't listen to me, but the man will come and he'll tell you off. The man who works at a train station as well. You've clearly not been to a That's train station authority. recently. I was going to say, there's no one ever there. There's no, like, you never arrive at a train station that's teeming with staff members. <laughs> if you don't behave, that ticket machine is going to come over here and it's going to tell you off. I just vaguely point at anyone. There'll be someone innocently just having a cup of coffee and I'm like, that man will come over and he will literally <laughs> go mental at you. <laughs> Right, let's let's solve someone else's beef. Let's let's let, let's do this now. Righty ho, uh, Tom. Weird neighbour beef from Naomi via Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch, siblings in beef. I hope to obtain yours and your esteemed guests' sage advice. I work from home, which is lovely, as I get to hang out with my dog and eat lunch in my tiny garden. However, oh. a problem has occurred in recent weeks. My neighbour has started making me uncomfortable with his comments. I won't try to explain the geography and topography of my garden, but I can say that my garden overlooks this neighbour's garden rather than being directly next door. It started innocently enough with the summer sun having us both outside at the same time and my dog being interested in him painting a fence. I'd not spoken to him before and suspect he may be the son of the woman who lives there and we exchanged a few polite words about dogs and gardening and such. All fine and well. Except now, each time I go outside, he calls up to me about something inane or completely out of left field. Some ex- uh, Left field, sorry. Some examples. You look like a teacher. Are you a teacher? 
You and your dog going for a long walk today. Looks hot. Make sure you wear sunscreen. I can see your tan from here. Yeah, oh, all right. Feels, <laughs> there we go. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, certainly. That, that, that there's a bit of a leap from you know. Don't forget to wear sunscreen, and I can see your. Ta- <laughs> I can see your tan from here has got sort of Silence of the Lambs type yeah. connotations, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Put the sunscreen like- in the basket. I'm going to wear your skin one day. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Um, it's my tan now. <laughs> I, that's why he wanted to wear sunscreen. <laughs> Please soften your. Skin skin um and and then the final one i I like that dress very summery i know these may seem innocuous but the tone and insistence that he speaks to me even when i'm leaving the back of the house ready to walk the dog complete with headphones and trying not to engage is starting to freak me out a bit help me brother's beef i want to enjoy my little garden tending my herbs and flowers without being shouted up at and asked weird questions it's got to the point where i secretly check if he's out there before using the back door or crouching down when i let my dog out to do his business to avoid being engaged in a protracted awkward and sometimes creepy conversation with my neighbor's middle-aged son but danked ayadarin doi and also cheers everyone bye naomi Oh. Oh. Okay. It could be, I don't know, it could be that that's his way of, like, he's really misread the signals. And there is that problem of, like, a lot of people think that if you just smile and say hello, they're like, in there, straight in there. I'm definitely guaranteed a date here. (laughs) So there is that kind of, like, you have to draw that very clear distinction, which you shouldn't have to. She should be able to just go out to her garden, say hello, and not have to... um, show her tan lines it's 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 tricky as it's tricky as well because you can't then say sorry mate i'm not interested you know and he's like i was just saying wear some sunscreen you know it's it's a tricky one because you you know it's hard to broach unless he makes a more overt statement yeah but most of us can read quite subtle signals oh yeah it sounds like he's struggling to read those signals because i'm getting the impression that she would have been quite short in her answers to give Mm -hmm. off a very clear signal of i'm not really up for any kind of flirtiness and I get the feeling that he's just not reading those signals so the question is how can she make it clear without creating a negative atmosphere a fake garden boyfriend yes scarecrow is that (laughs) (laughs) she's a creep we're back to Ben yeah Ben you've got to go round I told you I knew it I knew it in my ugly head <laughs> so what she needs is to create a, she just needs a cardboard cut out of Ben in the garden. Well, we all we all need that. <laughs> just um, outside the window. <laughs> I don't know what to suggest. I mean, it's tricky, isn't it? I mean, it is. You you could explore the route of outweirding him. Yes. And kind of fight fire with fire. And kind of if she goes mm, like, no, you know, if, no because she'll say something weird and then he'll go, well, hey. Yeah, a kindred spirit. Yeah. yeah. I finally, it's, it, I finally it's met a da- It's a dangerous tack. What, how, how would you out weird, Paz? I, I can see your tan from here. I can see your bones. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> can can see, you? It is good. Yes, right through to your bones. Very summery. <laughs> oh, oh, what? <laughs> like, like, don't, you know, don't go... Don't go fun weird. Go fucking weird. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and, and like, don't oh, go and fun all, weird. 
Yeah, and also, like, put a bit of meat in an old shoe, an old, like a, a man's shoe, and have the dog be eating out of this man's shoe and be like, he was a tasty one, wasn't he, dog? <laughs> and then, like, uh, uh, and he'll be like, uh, what? And he'll be like, we'll get another one soon for us to feast. Can I, can, with, can I ask with Tom? With nice Tom, bones. Tom, and did, did, like did fucking... Naomi's message end with, by the way, I'd also like to be in prison by the end of the month? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, but it's a, that's a, it's a, you don't really eat the man, do you? you no, I know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's you, good point. You, how far, you fake how far the man. will this plan go, though, Tom? I imagine, like, in about a year's time, she's then having to drag imaginary bodies into the garden at night time and one, dig just one. fake graves. It only takes one. I think one <laughs> fake body. Do one just do fake one. mass killing. Yeah. One fake body will really stop the. That See, I'm not very summary. good with these types of things because I'm quite. I would just say to him, "I don't want to talk to you." Okay, there, there wow. is that. I mean, yeah. I know that that would create a bit of a negative atmosphere. Or you could just say, like, if he. I mean, if he says like, "Oh, you know, long walk, whatever," you just be like, "Oh yeah, huh?" But if he's saying stuff like, "I oh, like your tan," I'd just be like, "What do you say? That's weird. <laughs> What's wrong with you?" Who says that to a person? Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, this that is... is good. Maybe but then just... that is quite confrontational and it does get me into a lot of arguments. How is your relationship <laughs> with your neighbours, Esther? I've got lovely... Re- well, actually, those ones don't speak to me, but that's Okay, fine. right. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, so lovely. lovely to that. They're lovely no. to everybody else. I mean, no. I've seen them, their behaviour to everyone else. They're lovely. But to me, no. they refuse to acknowledge my assistant. No. <laughs> because of something I said two years ago when they said good morning to me and I said what do you fucking say mate and lap one of them they don't talk to anyone right okay right. so they're polite right. but they very much keep themselves to themselves sure. actually when I got burgled I was burgled right oh, no. and they took all the kids Christmas presents oh no, no. 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 which no. I was bring because the kids didn't know that we bought them obviously yeah. so we had all the like it was just before Christmas stole everything I come home from the kids' school disco, so the kids are all like hyped up on sugar, had a really good time. I open the front door, everything's smashed up, everything's gone. Ran round yeah. to the neighbour's house, I know, knocked on the door, because I didn't know what to do, and I just went, oh my God, we've been burgled. And he just went, oh, sorry to hear that, and then just really slowly <gasps> shut the door. Oh, oh no, God! <laughs> what? He, 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 he slowly closed the door so you couldn't see the Xbox behind him. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah sorry about that. Uh, just you. Uh, I'm just you, playing I'm on my Nintendo Switch now. But, <laughs> but that being said, they're never any trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I never hear yeah. anything. Uh, never any trouble. Side. Never any help. That's I, London I for you. Yeah. Would you maybe prefer that than having someone who's a bit much? Mother half was like, oh, I wish they were a bit more because we get on really well with all our other neighbours. Like they come around, have drinks, and all the rest of it. And he was like, I wish they were just a bit more like. And I was like, Yeah, but I'd rather that than they. We don't get on with them. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather that than they be out in the garden going, I like your skin. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least they keep themselves exactly. themselves. Yes, they took all my Christmas presents. But <laughs> <laughs> it was someone at the school. They were quiet. That, it, it was someone at the school who knew the disco someone, was happening that night. Well someone else got robbed in the street as well and they were in the house it was an old couple and the no. robbers just walked past them they were sat on the sofa the robbers no. just walked past them went upstairs took everything and just walked out again oh isn't it mental oh my god that's awful sorry that's made terrible. it all about <laughs> poor Naomi we haven't given her any <laughs> solutions I mean Burgle's it could be worse you could be living in the same area that Naomi, Esther's living in it could be worse yeah it could be worse <laughs> <laughs> Esther no, give I out your postcode so Naomi knows not to move there <laughs> 
Look, listen, Naomi, I think if he just, if he says hello, just say hello. But if he says anything weird again, you don't have to get confrontational, but you could just say, oh, that's made me feel a bit, or, or I don't know, just say something like, oh, that's a bit of an odd thing to say. And then just walk away and then he'll feel a bit silly and he won't say it again. Or say I've killed or, for less. And then I've like, killed for less. And you've got like blood around your mouth like you've just been eating yeah. body or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as another option <laughs> two different options very different or just sit yeah. sit in your garden by yourself on a deck chair and then every now and then shout over your shoulder I didn't say that yeah great so that there you think you you're that, talking to your imaginary friend this is the kind of vibe we're yeah talking this about. is good either that or just grow some long fucking hedges or you know like I thought get, you were going to say arms then when you were gesticulating just get grow some really, long arms and, and hit just, him in the head and then just <laughs> windmill your way to his house <laughs> just stand atop the balcony with your really long arms and fucking lay into him <laughs> just grow your long windmill arms and attack screaming beef solved <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome you're from the sorting out your beef beef solved Right, listen, my neighbours run a vegan gelato company from their house. Several problems with this, right? Well, two, actually. One, our street <laughs> is often clogged up with cars of hipsters stopping by to pick up their frozen goods. And two, the neighbours are frustratingly generous and bring us tubs of the flavours they are tri- trialling. Often, these are not very good. I can't <laughs> think of a play. <laughs> I can't think of a right way to stop accepting experimental vegan gelato and I'm sick of washing it down the sink. What can I do? <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Bye, Sonny. Well, I love the fact that he's livid that they're bringing him food he doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a really strong beef. I want to live next door to him. <laughs> but like, I've just made some soup. <laughs> would you like to try the soup if you're um uh, sunny here could you not set up your own vegan Rival. stall undercut them and just sell the, the flavors thing. that they're they're trialing yeah or just make non-vegan ice cream that's better yes and then and then just have and then you'll get all the rivals of non-hipsters and then it'll be like what's that film called west side story sharks versus <laughs> jets <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't gonna guess that <laughs> <laughs> you know the film we're talking about ice cream <laughs> what were you going to go with I was going to go with You've Got Mail there's two bookstores oh yeah two, yeah yeah two ah. bookstores <laughs> no there'll be like fights in the street dun dun right, yeah. dun yeah. dun rather Lots than a rather cooking, sweet yeah. email exchange which ends with a middle aged couple getting together <laughs> yeah it actually yours is much better well no I don't think he's going to get together with them because they're a couple aren't they judging by Sonny's well, email in this day and age Esther in this neighbours Oh, okay, yeah. He could become a thruple. That might be that might be my advice. Become a thruple and destroy from within. Yeah, but he says he's sick of washing it down the sink. So where could he where could he dispose of it? If you've already got some, though, it's very easy to go. Oh, we've we've we're still um, we're still working still our way, way through the last batch. Yeah, still yeah. working our way through the broccoli gelato you gave it uh, gave us last <laughs> week. Really good, though. Really chewing it down. Is there some kind of sabotage that can go on here where you kind of like go over with some rat piss or some shit? This is what you need to do, Sonny, right? You, when they come round with another tub, say, look, it's been really generous of you, but I did actually have a flatmate called Jeff and he had some of the gelato and he's now dead. 
<laughs> so you have to stop bringing me poisoned gelato. You do a fake burying of the body again. And then you do the fake burying <laughs> of, of the course. body. Ben Clark comes round. We bury Ben Clark, right? Because he always has to be a prop yeah. in all the plans. We've just dug him up from Naomi's house. They'll panic and they'll stop making the ice cream for fear of killing people and they'll stop bringing it round. It is good. I like it. I like it. So you're saying to them, look, there's two ways we could do this. You can either shut down your company or I go to the police and say you basically murdered my flatmate. That's the way of oh. doing it. Yeah. I was going to be quite polite about it and be like, look, it's really generous of you, but you've killed Jeff. Yeah. Is that polite? Are you all right so much, but he did kill my friend. Thank you so much, but you literally, and I've had the coroner's report and make a coroner's report and then put cause of death poisoning from gelato, soy ice cream. Yeah. Soy sorry. So, um, <laughs> oh my God. You are, you are on fire with the puns. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. What do you think, Clarky, about this vegan gelato business? When they come round, just say, no. I can see your tan. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, they'll head for the hills. Yeah. I, I can, can see, see your tan. I, I mean, first of all, you know, compared to the first beef, it's not all that bad. I, I, I really want to know the flavours. Yeah. I mean, just accept that they don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you going to say? They're going to say, oh, actually, you should eat that, even though you don't like them. Say it's white chocolate, right? What's that do for you? You can't have white chocolate, can you? I'm having it. Vegan? What, white chocolate flavour. Fla- white wh- chocolate oh, yeah. flavoured gelato. For, vegan yeah. white chocolate flavoured gelato. But it's, not, but it's not very nice, white chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> raspberry? <laughs> but it's not very nice, raspberry. I mean, it's all not nice. I, I, I'm not sure what the flavours have to do with it to be honest that's my point it's just not they're just not it's just not very nice i think (laughs) my idea is best i think jeff's dead is the best way to go i'm a huge fan of jeff's dead (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it is strong do we have i mean like like like, how far do you go with jeff being like are you alerting the local press about jeff being dead i mean is there like yes. are you holding a memorial That's service true. is there a candlelit vigil what are you we doing have like a mock to- funeral for jeff in the back garden <laughs> i love that you you bury him out front that's such a turn that they would not be expecting jeff, <laughs> that's jeff really kind that. of you but jeff's dead <laughs> are you gonna have to have moved in a jeff no a jeff was never seen you don't right. have to move Jeff in. You just... I mean, but Ben Clark could do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely in his arsenal. I'm it's getting caught out to a lot of things yeah. here. All right, you're a very versatile performer. Thank you, mate. Thank you. And I've got a lot of time on that. Like, if you said my flatmate died, no one's ever going to go, oh, I didn't know you had a flatmate. Would they? They wouldn't be like that. They'd be like, <laughs> are you point. sure you had a flatmate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you, just, you just accept get, it. Get Ben Clark to move in, Sonny. So yep. Ben and Sonny live together for a bit. And then yep. Ben will fake his own death. You will fake bury Ben. And uh, we will send you over a fake coroner's report. And What you happens will in two months' them. time when Clarky appears in one of his trademark adverts on telly? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Isn't that he Jeff? Has to- <laughs> no, Jeff has to... Ben, Jeff, he has to wear a mask. A skin graft. He'll wear the skin from Naomi's neighbour. Great, he's so wearing Naomi's yeah, neighbour's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's wearing Naomi's neighbour's face 
yeah of course wait is he wearing it as Jeff or for his advert castings because I'd say (laughs) for his advert well there are two options either Ben wears Naomi's neighbour's skin from now on Uh, once Jeff's dead he's now got to wear another man's face for the rest of his life yeah casting is we're looking for a leather face type Uh, if anyone's He sat with a load of other people all skin. All wearing someone else's skin. Looking for a really creepy man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or he is Naomi's neighbour. He wears Naomi's neighbour's face just to be Jeff, and then he can go back to being Ben Clark. No, I, don't, I don't think they'd buy that one I think I think we have to send Clarky in as Jeff <laughs> oh. Jeff's, the, Jeff's the big part isn't it that's the bit that we have yeah. to get right yeah just think Ben after all these adverts you've been building yourself up to this this key role yeah you true, are actually. Jeff so should we try and audition you now for Jeff what like let's give him a few characteristics of Jeff what's Jeff's okay. vibe what's like because you know give, let's give Clarky a chance to get into the role of Jeff yeah, what's Jeff? Yeah. What's Jeff been up to during his days? Let's imagine that I'm Sunny and I'm introducing Ben as Jeff to yeah. you two. Great, yeah. we're the, we're the vegan flatmate. gelato guys. You're the vegan gelato guys who are next door. Great. Yeah. Hey guys, great. We've just bought you. So this is uh, it's white chocolate and raspberry uh, vegan gelato. Mm. Oh, oh great! Oh, oh, I, oh that's I'll a, try it, but I must that, warn you, I'm a bit ill. No, so, so Clarky, Clarky, what are you not, Clarky? Uh, why whoa, have you whoa, made yourself whoa, whoa, ill whoa. already in the first place? Not, I'm at death's door. <laughs> no, 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 you no, should no, be no, at death's no, door no, before no. the ice cream, you lunatic. You're sprightly, you're full of life, you're You've got to be fucking Jeff's fucking okay, playing but I must frisbee golf. You, I'm full of life. <laughs> yeah, here you go, Vim and Vigor. I reckon you play frisbee golf. Oh, uh, one of those. I've not even introduced you yet, and you've come in like a psychopath. I'm sorry. You've overplayed your part here, Jeff. All they've come around and said, I've got gelato, and you've literally barged past me to get to the door and be like, oh, I'm dying. It's like, yeah. wow, yeah. wow. Let's just try again. Split the difference. Just yeah. have a bit of fun. Okay, with okay, okay, okay. Okay. Hey, guys. Have you brought hey. around more of... Uh, oh, have you brought more of your really nice vegan yeah, almond it's white, soy Yeah, it's white chocolate and broccoli. Mmm, delicious. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've just moved in... My friend, Jeff. Here he is. This is oh, him. Oh, hey, Jeff. Jeff, how would you feel about eating some uh, some of this uh, delicious broccoli-flavoured vegan gelato? I can't wait to get that down my throat and into my belly. Pass oh, it here. Quick, quick, quick. Hey, Jeff. Sorry, that accent. Where were you born? I was born in Sunderland. Sunderland. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Jeff, why are you doing impressions of Mr. Tumble? <laughs> very yeah big it's, Mr Tumble energy really? from you there yeah that's really cool I've never seen Tumble. it he talks like that oh, all the time that's me. hello that's you <laughs> and today um, we're trying vegan gelato <laughs> it's lovely what you didn't know about Jeff is that he also presents a TV show for children um, right. so he does that he does that sometimes okay. yeah. oh, will it, would we have seen you in any shows uh, Jeff what's your children's show called Yes, my children's show is called Look at That, It's Jeff. No, no, no. It's definitely not okay. It's not going well. It's not going <laughs> look very at well. That, it's Jeff. Really? No. I say, look no at one. that's fine. Yeah, no, look, look at, at that. that. No. Wow. <laughs> it's a guy. Jeff. I don't know. I mean, I, I would say, look, I mean, look at that is, is, is just about acceptable, but look at that, it's Jeff is. All, it's all kinds of problems hello look at me <laughs> I think look I, at that it's Jeff is what Naomi should be saying at midnight when she's digging a hole to throw I, the neighbour off 
I'm really okay with Jeff dying. He's annoyed me already. Yeah, Jeff's a <laughs> twat, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. annoying. Thanks I for having me on the podcast, <laughs> you guys. I think I think when Jeff dies, you'll be the number one suspect because people will be like, Sonny fucking hated Jeff. There was definitely a vibe they wanted to get rid of Jeff. No, because we've got the coroner's report, which will state that he died from the ice cream and I didn't make the ice cream. So I've already columboed the crap out of you. Are we, hang on, are we buying off a coroner now? No, we're going to make a fake coroner's report. <laughs> we'll do that, it's fine. Yeah, Photoshop that, that'd be easy enough. Yeah. Do anything online yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know. I've we'll got a website you oh. can all go oh, to. Oh, fuck off, Jeff. <laughs> just fuck off. Christ. Look at okay. that. It's a coroner's report. <laughs> no one's going to Jeff's funeral. That's our problem now. Everyone hated the cunt. <sighs> I'll go Jeff. to his funeral. Well, I'll have to. S- to dance on his grave. <laughs> Slosh it with ice cream. Uh, have you got a eulogy prepared for Dave? For Jeff? For sorry. two? For Jeff. <laughs> get th- his name right. If we're going to murder him, we're yeah, going to we can't. We can't. Everyone Everyone his name halfway halfway through. Through. <laughs> the case is coming apart at the seams. Have <laughs> I got a eulogy? Here lieth Jeff, my best friend. Beef solved. <laughs> 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 is, that, is that the voice of Jeff coming from the grave? I think. Yeah. Clarky, yeah. A, a, another note. Can you an, let me out now, please? No, another note. Just once, alive. once you're in the coffin, just no more speaking. I think that has to be the rule, right? Okay. I know you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Stop trying to big up your part and everything. Stop trying to write yourself a, a third yeah. act. You're, you're dead. You're being buried alive, but you've got to be really quiet about it. It's going a bit yeah. lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I'm sorry, Jeff. That's just part of the. If you want, you want to. Someone's leaning on my breathe tube. You wanted to. You wanted to go. <laughs> you wanted to go method on this. I'm afraid that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> We've cut the breathe tube. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. He died as he lived. Annoying. From the sorting out your soft. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions for memorial day get 15 percent off your burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25 percent off outdoor that's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, Clarky, this is quite exciting. We've got a uh, we've got one of our uh, free-range beefs now. A free-range beef for you to enjoy. Let's say this steak is very tender, sir. <laughs> that, sir, is because it's free-range beef. Brown I got a beef for you guys. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, and this is a free-range beef, actually. Oh. I believe you guys know all about this. We do, we do, we do. Yeah, Can't wait too, to hear it. Too. A driving signal beef. Okay. Oh. Oh, I'm on board already. 
Dear Tom, Ben, Matthew, and hilarious guest. Can I just say I loved you when you did that thing on that thing? It was brilliant, and it's great to have you on the show. Oh, uh, it's nice when they personalise it. Very nice. I know. Is it my mother? <laughs> this is a car journey beef. I'm a husband to an incredible wife, and I'm a father to our two young children. Oh my god! This is my favourite speech I thought from this Gladiator. Was go all gladiator. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was gonna say, it's my favourite. <laughs> Uh, oh it's my husband <laughs> often as is the case we'll all get in the car and drive to various activities for the kids or family days out etc I'm the driver of the family what with the kids only being four years old and ten months respectively and a wife oh. who is has a driving licence but has never driven since the day she passed her test nearly 15 years ago Ooh. that's fine I like driving. That's, I'm a white. Fine. By the that's way, fine. You, you, that's fine. That, 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 you, you, hit, you hit that like it isn't fine. It's really, <laughs> that was so right, poignant. I mean, that, that, that's, fine. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Fine. Far be it for me to complain about that sort of thing. <laughs> Doing all of the driving, always being tired when you arrive at a thing because you've driven for four hours on your own. Okay, that's fine. Is she also, is she also teetotal and refusing to drive? So he always oh. has to not drink. <laughs> Clarky was just doing it with Jeff inflection, don't worry. He's just still... Okay. He's just still like, That's, That's fine! fine. <laughs> I like I'm driving! Okay with that! <laughs> That's fine. I like driving, and my wife likes d- deserved snooze occasionally, especially on our longer journeys. My Fair beef, enough. though, is with driving etiquette. Thank you, beef. Do you, want, do you want to hit that again, Clarky? Yeah. <laughs> driving etiquette. Because this is quite an important bit. The, the beef. My beef is... The beef is driving bit, but thank you, beef. My beef is... beef. My beef is... Thank you, beef. Ben, never, ever read the news. You'll be like, and there is war breaking out in... So moving on. Thank you, beef. The answer to this is incredibly simple. I think I've cracked it. Thank you, Beef. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My Beef, though, is a driving etiquette thank you, Beef. Still not sure. It hasn't made any better. I don't think this is on Ben. Clarky, I apologise. It's not your fault at all. It's a confusing one, and there is a deduction there. It's driving etiquette. Thank you. It's people not saying thank you when they're driving, and that's his beef. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But yeah. If I'm ever out driving with the with my wife in the car, and let's say we're waiting at a junction, and someone lets us out. Then she will perform the internally accepted signal of a raised hand. Uh, sorry, the internationally accepted signal. Of a <laughs> she puts her hand inside hand. herself. And <laughs> 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 moves herself like a puppet. <laughs> I've heard of backseat driving. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Beef. <laughs> thank you, Beef. Oh, thank you, Beef. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, Okay. She will perform the internationally accepted signal of a raised hand to express thanks to the other generous driver. My feelings is that it's the responsibility of the driver. Interesting. Sometimes we both thank simultaneously and offer a double open palm. I'm fully capable of doing it when driving solo. 
either with a raised hand or a classic flash of the hazards oh i love that love that yeah i love it i love a hazard thank you is this not a driver to driver thing beef brothers please sort out my beef and send it back to me swiftly down the motorway in an open and shut closed beef case Oh, thank you, Beef. Weirdly, I said that exactly right. <laughs> P.S. I'm a new patroner and I'm loving the back catalogue. Thanks for keeping me going over the past Aww. few years. Front names only, Al. Oh, well, firstly, thank you for being a Patreon subscriber, Al. Uh, secondly, Thanks, apologies Al. for what Clarky did to your message. <laughs> Thirdly, <laughs> thank you, Beef. <laughs> so just to clarify, he's annoyed that his wife is thanking on his behalf. Yes, I think yes. that's it. That's it. Ah... Ah. Uh-huh. ah, I know how he feels because I think sometimes if if the person next to you does it, it makes you feel it like, like you're a learner. Yeah, or or like no, you weren't like going to do it. Like like you're an ungrateful person. Yeah, like, like oh, he, well, he I, won't I, wave, I, so I, I have, have to do to. this because he doesn't. Uh, yeah, well, you see, I don't drive, uh, so that's all okay, I have to say on that. Okay, but I have had go. this. Uh, no, I don't. And I never even got my test. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> that is fine. Um, no, I can't as drive. As long as you're for dis- petrol money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my husband makes... He pulls over and frog marches me to a cash machine. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we do the big shop. Um, but I, I, I drive do, half oh, of the way there. I was talking about comedians getting you to gigs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to give your husband petrol money that would be intense <laughs> I know I thought that's what you meant I was like wow if I, I'm getting the impression you're, you're, your missus is a lucky lady <laughs> imagine oh man um, <laughs> um, but uh, I don't well, so as a passenger in his car I wouldn't do the thank you on his behalf but that's probably more because I don't know when to do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> just waving like, at people just wave, willy nilly waving at people like uh, well like a monarch but we have had <laughs> we have had arguments over me asking for the bill oh in the past go on oh. explain that what he'll ask you'll ask for the bill and he'll pay the bill is that the is that the problem or he'll you know how do, how he do you mean he wants to ask for the bill he's always like why do you always have to ask the, for the bill why know. do you always it's have not- to ask for the bill well, it's not really a problem anymore, but I remember when we first started going out, I used to always yeah. just ask for the bill. And he's like, why do you always do that? You always ask for the bill. You always ask, ask for the bill for the just bill. after the starters. Why are you, come on, <laughs> surely the date's going better than this, isn't it? It's because I didn't want to go out with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So I wondered whether it was an emasculating thing, the old putting the hand up, or is it just that, oh, it's implying that you weren't going to do it, which you think it's that. I think, I think yeah, I think it's the latter. Yeah, I think it's right. definitely, it makes you look like you, you, you were just going to be like blithely you know just accepting that everyone should give you right of way on the road I would have thought that if I saw someone saying thank you in the passenger seat that the other person is a learner driver Mm. that's what I would assume that's interesting too nervous to take their hands out of the 10 to 2 position yeah yeah Yeah. well here's 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 another thing the other day I received a double wave from two lads in a car and it made me 
double happy to get the wedding. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> can you say this? I felt can you say like this, Jeff, please. Were you, were, you dri- were you driving at the time, or you just did they just drive past you <laughs> and wave? It was like it that. was it was you and me, Tom. We drove past Clark. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> See you at the show, mate, oh, boys. <laughs> no, you don't give any petrol, money. Looks like um, <laughs> but I I I felt as a driver, what I'd done was so generous that both of them felt compelled to um, to give me a little wave. I also I, think that if you're a driver and you're in the passenger seat, then you'll automatically do it without thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you're in someone else's car. But that's... Al's wife doesn't have that excuse. She is... A, I mean, technically, she is able to drive, but hasn't driven for 15 years. So we, that's what we've, we've heard from this. So, I mean, but how do we... Like so, what? What's, needs what's to the happen? solution? I've got two suggestions. I think. I think the the. I think the sensible thing, as ever, when you're driving, is you do you. Your passengers can do what the fuck they like, but you do you. It's your car. You're the driver. You thank if they thank as well. It's a bit much from them, but you're doing you, right? So I think that's the first thing. Yeah. You thank regardless. The second question then is, how can we busy up your wife's hands? Well, this is what I was thinking. The first thing you do is if you're... Oh, easy there, if you, easy. If you, nothing internal. The first thing you do is... She's <laughs> killing Jeff. <laughs> Struggling oh, no. Jeff in the, in the footwell. I, I think the first thing you do, right, is you I say... I think you should put Jeff in the back seat. Well, a, a, a great backseat driver to have Jeff there. Turn Jeff right. Dead, it's Jeff's like dead of... in the boot. Let me out. I'm trapped in here. My breathe pipes come out. <laughs> You've connected my breathe pipe to the exhaust pipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, wait. I think what you should do first of all, and it's a it's a it's a generous thing to do. But you, uh, as if you're going on a long journey, the first thing you do is you go to one of those like drive-through Starbucks or Costa or whatever and you go and in you go let's two large let's get two large get two large get two large coffees and when you come out you go sorry they didn't have any lids so you're, they're holding <laughs> they're holding two coffees for the entire journey obviously yeah. one's going to be depleted you can slowly sip away but you go oh no I'm fine for the moment I'll wait for it to cool down you can pass it to me in a second yeah. but they're just always going to sure be she's always got two things so just to be like yeah. ice creams coffees as soon yeah. as the I wanted two gone. ice creams and then as soon as she gets in the car I go I don't want it anymore <laughs> yeah. you eat them you're, you're having two, I'll two. eat them oh no they've killed me <laughs> yeah I, got, I tried to get ice creams I got vegetarian gelatos it's the best I could do white chocolate and raspberry off you go soy sorry um, I think that's I think I, I think that's genuinely the way to do it is like or a Game Boy or Nick Game Boy is a good one Game Boy is really good juggling something. balls he yeah. did say Poi. Al did Al did say that he didn't mind driving because she you know is tired with the children so she wants exactly. to have a little snooze so maybe give her a blindfold? try and enco- yeah, encourage her make it so comfy be like oh I've bought you a little carpet Blanket, and I've got you some carpet. Carpet? What am I talking about? Carpet blanket. Roll her up in a piece of I think, carpet. I think that's called a rug, isn't it? A carpet blanket. Her in the countryside. <laughs> Treat her like Jeff. I <laughs> treating her like Aladdin. I genuinely don't know why I said that. I meant car blanket. I don't know where uh, carpet came from. Oh, I from. see. You're right. A car, yeah, a, little, car, a little car blanket. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I don't drive, so I don't know the words. <laughs> so, so all these technical terms. So yeah, get her a blanket, an eye mask, little so, comfy slippers. Maybe put like a little lavender infuser on her side, ooh, and just make sure that she's she going to fall asleep way. at the wheel. Yeah, you've got to be careful with that lavender infuser. 
<laughs> you're driving look after yourself and busy up your wife's hands I think that that's that's yeah but don't, don't don't say it like that <laughs> no yeah don't yeah Not don't say her. it like that don't say it like that don't say it like that but you know, no. maybe yeah. say it like Jeff I'm gonna busy up your hands busy up your hands <laughs> that's the that's another title of Jeff's TV shows <laughs> oh it sounds more like something Naomi's neighbour would say yeah Let's busy oh, it's up a lovely hands. day. Are you going to busy up your hands? Oh. <laughs> Beef solved. Beef solved. Beef solved. Esther, do you have a beef with your flatmate, your neighbours, your anyone, anyone in your in your surrounds that you would like us to try and solve? Uh, and by us, I mean Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a bit of beef. There's a woman that lives, she lives like off the back but one, and she keeps feeding foxes. So Ah. they come into our garden and they're pooing everywhere. And it's getting worse because a fox has had cubs. So at least when the cubs were small, they didn't really go anywhere, but now they're grown up and they're just pooing everywhere. And I don't know how to get rid of the foxes. And she's not very well, like... Yeah, I don't okay. like she's not she's not very well in the head sure, sure so you can't go around there and have a go at her but she keeps feeding the foxes and me and the other neighbours are like what do we do and we have tried to talk to her but she doesn't really get it bless her so I don't know what to do so I think okay obviously we've got to set Jeff alight as first things first but how do you deal with that yeah. Well, apparently someone said well one of the neighbours said she said oh you've got to get your husband to piss around the garden but then it's all yeah. just going to smack so I was oh, about to, I was about to suggest Jeff. that you shit yeah you get Jeff to shit in your garden like and then <laughs> they'll see bigger shit and it'll scare them away is that what happens I don't want to shit I don't know but that's what I was going to suggest that's not based on yeah, any that's, knowledge that's kind of solving a problem by creating yourself a bigger, creating problem. a bigger problem she's yeah because then it'll just smell of my piss and shit <laughs> okay how, how about Which, this show? How about as we know Esther's piss and shit smells worse than Fox's piss and shit she told us that before we started recording but um, <laughs> well, we've very candid we've all read the reviews we've all read the reviews <laughs> well that's how review. you know Pete Broadway baby <laughs> That's how I introduce myself. Hi, I'm Esther. A uh, little fun fact: I does smell worse than most foxes. So um, no foxes ever come to her shows. So you know she's right. But I don't, like. I don't think we can stop the woman from feeding. The foxes. Okay, I've got. I've got it. Get your kids. You have your kids on a rotor on the fence, and whenever she puts the food down, they eat it before the foxes. N- what no. she? What food? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bold that's attempt, Harry, and well done. But no, I think, fair, I think that's fair. Actually, I think, what what is she know. what she feeding no. them? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to get my kids to eat like raw meat. Okay, like, I don't okay. look. Okay, all right, I get it. All right, you don't, you don't you, want the problems. You don't, yeah, okay, Esther, sorry. Okay. Can we just say no. that we've already said right, you take don't a shit think in your I'm the best, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> but I will draw the line. Take a shit in your garden and get your kids to eat raw chicken. Oh, I don't know what we we can lead you to water. We can't make you drink. All right, listen. <laughs> yeah, sure. Listen, yeah. if you're you not going to thank you, seriously. beef, then what are we supposed to do? <laughs> uh, thank you, beef. I want to know how do I stop foxes from coming into my garden, or how do I communicate? Or how I don't know how does how do I stop the foxes being fed? Now I remember seeing on Blue Peter years and years ago that if you fill a large uh, clear lemonade bottle with water and leave it on your lawn, 
it means that the foxes won't come on your lawn. I don't know. I've never tried it. <laughs> Is that bit, they're shitting, mate. They're not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're having babies, aren't they? They're certainly doing something. I heard this creature. About... Making, they're making that weird noise. Well, I don't care about the ejaculation. I don't want them shitting there. <laughs> they can come where they like, but I don't want them shitting there. You, refuse, that, to, does... you refuse to slut shame these foxes. <laughs> how do you... How does a clear lemonade bowl stop them from pooing on your lawn? I don't know. It just it just wards sure? them off. I mean, I'm not sure. Thought, this is something I remember from like the 80s. We used to do that, but I thought it was for cats. Oh right, maybe it's cats. Um, but I mean, it could it could be the same thing. But my mum used to do it. Oh, did she? So it is. Yeah, she used to piss and shit all around. <laughs> oh wait, which one are we talking about? <laughs> my mum. Yeah, yeah, my mum used, used to, to do the water Jeff's bottles. Jeff's face red. <laughs> is that is that what we're all talking about? <laughs> is that the thing? What? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, what? Um, um. Okay. All right. So oh, this is trick. Uh, this is a tricky one. Okay. So I'll try the lemonade thing, and if not, then so Eat be it. Me. <laughs> it can't be the lemonade. It can't. It cannot be the lemonade thing. Right? Eat the meat. Yeah. The foxes—they've come into our cities now. I mean, this isn't the eighties anymore. Yeah. Like, they're they're urbanites. Be, they're not going to be spooked to... by a plastic lemonade bottle. Maybe you could make like. <laughs> maybe you could make a. <laughs> maybe you could make like a fox that looks so terrifying it scares all other foxes, like a gnarled, like a kraken beast yeah this is good I like this out of plastic lemonade bottles enter Jeff (laughs) (laughs) enter Jeff and fuck him until he's no no listen I (laughs) I actually listen to a problem when did fucking Jeff become the thing (laughs) (laughs) upsettingly in the bonus beef so this isn't going to make any sense (laughs) oh yeah the um I listened to a thing where crows were eating a football pitch and it was becoming problematic and Chris Packham came on and said what you need to do is you need to ward them away with better feed uh, and lead them to a different area and then it's their problem over there. So I so think I need what to, you like, need log, to do log you need really to start, nice meat yeah, to the you other need to start, pre- You need to start preparing better meat. If she's putting raw chicken down you've got to cook it and season it five spices you got to kind of like work them away some kind of special thing for the foxes to go that they prefer your stuff and then you lead them away to a different area and they Hansel become accustomed them. Yeah. to that area yeah but you just Pipe lead them Piper somewhere it. else and then off they go it's someone else's problem Packham's right. advice that was was it good I mean if you know if Packham says it, it's got to be right so you might need to put a bit of effort into the first kind of week of preparing meals for foxes okay a little set up yeah set up a little fox cafe but just not on your property elsewhere and then you then you right. lead them away until right, in the end they're like a tube it, it'll take a few put months put them on the tube by the <laughs> yeah. end yeah you've Lure led them, them all the way like a the cartoon cooked chicken with the smell wafting like the lines yeah. and yeah. then I yeah, just lead yeah. them Lead them to the central line. That's right. Yeah, Cov- just make sure it's not the circle. Cover your, <laughs> cover your entire body in chicken and sprint through the streets. And when the foxes chase after you, jump on the like tube. a Lady Gaga meat dress. Exactly. Was exactly. It her? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've had. And a- they're all on me like police dogs. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm doing it for the neighbourhood. <laughs> and I'm just screaming, get Jeff, into Jeff. <laughs> I've had a quick Google, by the way, and there is, I mean, you know, if, there's a few people anecdotally on forums saying... Um, deterring foxes and cats with plastic lemonade bottles half filled with water and left around the garden. I've also found this as well, which is a, a gardening expert says, keep your old tea bags and dip them in eucalyptus. The smell is so strong it will deter they, the foxes can't abide the smell of eucalyptus in the same way that like straw, um, um, mice don't like a uh, coffee the smell of coffee so if you if you you know get peppermint uh like dip your dip your um uh tea bags in in peppermint or, or eucalyptus the strong smell will will ward them away i mean wow. it's a, I, I have to say our new podcast Pappy's Google the answers for you is less <laughs> it's not as entertaining is it it's not it's as not entertaining quite, it's not quite the hook we talked about when we I said I tell you what you the know. weird thing is I googled it and it said fuck Jeff yeah 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 <laughs> that's now a thing it's gone it's gone well viral. it's the Google homepage isn't it for the next couple of days <laughs> I was um, I was coming home from a gig uh, last night and uh, I was walking along me and quite a big guy big big guy and this tiny little mouse ran down the corridor and both me and the guy let out a scream that was of uh, similar pitch <laughs> and he was like that was embarrassing because we both just went the and worst. I was like oh dear the worst oh dear get Jeff <laughs> I was walking home from a, from a gig in Edinburgh it was midnight I was walking with my friend Kieran and a rat crossed our path and I leapt into the street and went, ah! and at that moment, the guy who owned the restaurant opposite was like throwing water onto the pavement. <laughs> so I like, so I, I leapt from the rat and then this crash of water came to my right and I thought that was a swarm of rats. <laughs> so I like, I like went, ah! splash, ah! and like just lost, you lost just my like, mind. You just weren't coping with lost life. Lost my fucking, yeah, I looked like Edinburgh's, you know, yeah, they got me early. Fringe is stressful. So oh, I was Lord. so hungover in Edinburgh, like cause I had my fortieth in Edinburgh, and I was walking down the street the next morning. Like I felt like my eyeballs were bleeding, and I was walking with two friends, and a very enthusiastic student leapt out and went, "Want to come to this show? It's a hundred puns in an hour." And I couldn't even articulate how much I didn't want that, so I just literally <laughs> pushed his face away and just went, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like. She's really not feeling well. Sorry about that. But I was like, I couldn't even voice that that's the worst thing I could think of. <laughs> really hurtful, actually, Esther, because that was my show. So, uh, you know. <laughs> 100 pounds in an hour when you're really on oh, yeah. I think I'd, I'd, I'd react worse to that than a swarm of rats, to be honest. Just like, uh, oh, please. Please, please oh. stop. Right. Thanks for that. Right. I'll try all that then. Well, you're very try welcome. Try all that then. Yeah. M meet or, just Google, or just Google it. Yeah, there's also you can Google it. <laughs> Answers are all there. Listen, I was only doing it, Tom. This I was only doing it to check if my thing was right or if I just made it up. But, um, I know, I know. Uh, well, Esther, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It's been a real pleasure Thanks having you. Thanks for having me. It's been really, Sorry really to fun. Have, um, been terrible. terrible <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> Rare we get an apology during the podcast. People normally text them afterwards, but uh, oh, do they? Thanks. No, for... I think it's. I think it's important just to make sure that everyone knows. I'm front. aware. I'm front. aware <laughs> that this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, where can people find you uh, to help you out? Now, where can people find you um, <laughs> uh, if they want to see your see your comedy? Where can people go? If you follow me on Instagram uh, or Facebook or Twitter, I just put all my gigs up there. Great, I yeah. reckon. That's where I put them. Yeah. What, what are your yeah. handles? What are my handles? All oh, right, Esther Manito. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Esther Benito on everything. Oh, okay, well that's okay. yeah. We'll be able to perfect. We'll be able to find okay. you there definitely. Um, I love that we'll you waited for me sorry, to say. Sorry, at Esther sorry, Benito. Meant, sorry. sorry what, what's your name? Yeah, what's your name? <laughs> Weird, we didn't ask that earlier in the in the podcast. Actually, we've been sorry. Who are you? We've been chatting on the Zoom chat. Does anybody know who this is? She's just come into the Zoom and we've got no idea. She's she's. That's quite how I get foot. all my gigs. I just hang outside the comedy store and just slip in when no one's looking. From the sorting out your there we go that was great it was wasn't it i loved chatting to esther she's absolutely brilliant we had such a yeah. <laughs> such a fun time uh, don't forget as well if you enjoy uh, esther and you enjoy us then get over to the patreon where there will be a bonus beef a whole beef that wasn't included on the podcast uh, that will be over there at the patreon patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share for just four quid a month you can get that bonus beef all the previous bonus beefs that we've recorded with our previous guests and of course a brand new episode of uh flatshare pop round every single week loads of great stuff it's 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 a it's a phenomenal deal it's well worth it um so get on board for that we've got a message though a a, oh, yeah. a message from um from brian about the um about the beef that we uh, we solved with uh, tom neenan about the groundhog day dinner beef Yes, Groundhog Day dinner, something my wife and I have talked about a lot since it came up. Um, Brian via Patreon got in touch to say, in defence of people who eat the same thing over and over. No jokes in here, just a bit of sharing. I'm a man of broken brain and a fair old way up the old spectrometer. I've always found comfort in eating the same food for every meal, either at lunch or at dinner endlessly, or dinner and tea, as I'm a northerner and use the word dinner correctly. Whenever I've started a new job, colleagues are always flabbergasted when they see me eat my same meal again for the third day and then more so for the fourth. By the fifth day, it's become funny and then no one bothers. Having not to worry about what I'm going to have for dinner or tea removes so much stress from my life. I think that's something we hinted at. I would recommend it to anyone. However, it comes with some drawbacks. Firstly, when a shop stops stocking one of the vital items, it's a bit of a panic and will take a week or so to adjust. Secondly, I was once told by an ex it was one of the least attractive things about me. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> uh, I think I think the one I mean, to be was fair, the real stinger in that. Anyway, if if yeah. I did it, it would still it would be pretty low down on the list. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're an absolute horror show, Clarky. <laughs> Anyway, let the poor bloke eat his identical dinner in peace and enjoy your own food more so quietly in your own head. Thank you, Brian. Great message. And, uh, it was a great message. Yeah, it opened up our understanding of what, what this guy might be possibly be going through. Um, cheers. If you'd like to get in touch with a beef of your own, uh, get in touch at beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. You can have your beef solved on the show try not to use any phrases like I am a Nigerian prince so they don't slip into the um, spam folder um, uh, although if you are a Nigerian prince don't let that stop you getting in yeah, touch yeah please do get in touch 
<laughs> if you want to, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us uh, and say, hello, Dainty, I've come into uh, £8 million. Could you transfer your bank details to me so I can give them to you? Then that would be great. I think just use, the, yeah, just use the word actually. Like, I actually am a Nigerian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, then well, we look, know. We'll look out for yeah, that. Honestly, we'll honestly, that. I am. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, upcoming gigs. Right, uh, so we have got uh, on October the 9th, we've got the Cheerful Earful Festival. That is, the tickets are still available for that. Uh, it's us and the birthday girls doing a flat share stand down at five o'clock at seven o'clock we're going to be joining them for their uh, birthday girls house party as their guests it's a wonderful double, double bubble baby. it's a wonderful double bubble we're going to be so drunk for the second show we're going to have a lovely time it's over in Ballam at the be drunk for the first show <laughs> <laughs> it's in Ballam at the Bedford tickets from cheerful earful uh, I think but there'll be a link to ticket uh, to the ticket notes here we also by the way watch this space we've got a we've got a date for our christmas show we now know when our christmas show is uh, is going to be we're going to put a link for tickets up on the patreon first and then a couple of days later we're going to put a link for tickets for uh, everybody else so another reason to get yourself over to the patreon if you'd like to uh, get first dibs on those tickets uh, it's well worth joining the patreon for that patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share are we doing a date release yeah, well, a separate thing. I would say the tickets will go on sale via the Patreon rather than rather than a save the date like it's a wedding. But you know what? I'm up. For, should we do a date release? Yeah, let's do a date yeah. release. Okay, okay. We'll do a date. It's coming your way soon. A date release. Woo-hoo. Yeah, we'll do it on the Patreon first, and then we'll release it. Listen, and if you are a member of the Patreon, don't leak the date, guys. Not just, we're not just asking it's you to save December. it. Come on, we were holding out Feb. It's, that's all you're gonna know that's for now. But anyway, oh. that's all we're giving you. That's all we're giving you so far. All right, all right. Well, as always, cheers for listening in. Uh, today's episode was produced by Emma Caution. Caution. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Don't forget, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com or as Pierre Nivelli might put it, send us your beefs, you whining fucks. This is a paid advertisement for Pappy's Patreon Neighbourhood Watch. Roll call! Now, I don't know about you, but if you want hearing that's as clear as a bell, then give your ear canals a quick scrub with Ear Cleaner by Graham Wells. Oh, it's a fantastic product. I can't say enough about it. Let me tell you now. Yes, if, well, we all use it. If you are ever in your in your back garden and thinking, I wish this was flocking with a variety of pigeons, magpies, sparrows, etc., then you want to get yourself the new bird feeder from our friend Dan Leader. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful product that. And here, here's, a here's a great prod for you. Have you ever thought, I want to like watch other people do bits of life well you can do that <laughs> you can do okay. that i have i have to say i do what? think that on a regular exactly. basis any specific well any specific there, there are all kinds of variety office? tom at a theater where you can just go and see a play and that's a wonderful product being offered by jazz k a play, of course. Theatre impresario, just <laughs> bits of life, bits new of production. life. Enjoy it on tour nationally. <laughs> now, look, 
If you're like me, and I'm sure the guys agree with this, sometimes you just can't catch a break. Well, you can now if you sign up to this luck service provided <laughs> by the luckiest man in town, Mr. Adam Drake. Adam Drake, he's a wonderful product, he, he really is. And to get 15% off your first batch of luck, just type in forward slash all right then mate <laughs> just type in forward slash all right then mate and the luck will come to you in a jiffy bag yeah, yeah exactly right oh you know what uh i uh, i love i love i love various farming products and you know <laughs> who doesn't love various farming products and uh all of my farming products as you well know are made out of a, a variety of uh, reptiles. Uh, that's right. I've got a, um, I've got a, a, a scurrying gecko trowel. Uh, I've got a, uh, <laughs> I've got yes. a, I've got a, uh, I've got a uh, blending in chameleon spade. Very hard to find that mm. one. And I've even got a, a snake which i call of course my slither hoe and it was made from by the good people over at ian clithero one a wonderful company and some fantastic products you really should get your hands on them today <laughs> astounding work um now, can we get that again just under 20 seconds? We, I'll, we need that I'll, for, I'll, 20 I'll do my advert. best. Now, if you're anything like me, you know that you know need a lot of farming products. I've uh, I've got a few myself. They're all made out of various reptiles. I've got my uh, I've got yep. my scuttling uh, gecko uh, rake. I've got my uh, blending in uh, spade uh, made out of a, uh, of a gecko, a chameleon. And, of course, I've and got my slitherhoe made out of a snake made, of course, by the good people at Ian Clitheroe. Get your farming products made out of reptiles yes, today. really good. And I've actually use the uh, discount much, code on that and do have that yeah, it's a great product it's a, it's a great product. product it's a great now, discount code we won't tell I, it to you I, now i'd like to talk to you if for a moment if i may about money it's very oh, yeah. i personally find it a mystery why don't i have it mm. how can i get more when i have it how can i hold on to it and that's why we have this wonderful guy who's going to help you out uh with his financing it's the wonderful <laughs> that, that it's the wonderful Terry Reinancing. Thank you, Terry Reinancing, for financing Ted Danson. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's Ted Danson. Of course, it's, it's Ted Danson. Enough. Ted Danson. Great to have Ted Danson. Uh, and also, very rare we get a Hong Kong dollar Patreon. But oh, thank yeah, you, Ted Danson. You. Uh, your secret lovely. is safe with us. Guys, mm. it's red. Yes. It's wet. It's blood. He can get you a few milk bottles full of the stuff. It's Craig Wood. Craig Wood with his milk bottles of blood. They are truly used. Don't forget, of course, if you want to get that product, type forward slash give us some blood. Uh, no, best not ask any questions. No, question, no questions asked. <laughs> he runs a no questions <laughs> policy. So. No. The only question he will accept is, "Can I have some blood, please, in a bottle?" Yeah, and yeah, he will answer that one, with a with a hearty one. yes. Three bottles coming right up. No question. Tell you what, though. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've actually, I've been getting a, 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 not just blood. I've been getting now from the good people over at Craigwood, but um, I have been getting a, a lot of bile oh, yes, in bottles of course. now. Oh, yes, great. yes, yeah. Um, bile, which is, as you know, very hard to get bile pumped 
fresh from the spleen but there are good people over at Aaron Green very hel- helpful and they'll pump it and I'll do that it <laughs> And also, what what's refreshing about Aaron, the people over at Aaron Green? They'll accept any questions about their bike. Oh yeah! If anything, I ended up spending most of the day there just chatting, asking, and also que- well, their questionnaires questions, come questions beyond yeah. the bile. Yeah, um, yeah now, very much, uh, so. m- much like with the previous two, I know a lot of you. Uh, we've had a lot of people actually, a lot of interest in this, uh, getting uh, hold yeah. of large quantities of stomach acid, and. People love People it. love it. They can't get enough. And <laughs> if you've not got any of your own, you've got to get. You've got That's to outsource. It. And, it. You know, of course, you, your milk bottles are blood. But how can you? How can you step it up a gear? Well, of course, you want an entire milk pail. And who can get that for you? <laughs> that is Ollie McHale. <laughs> Ollie McHale with a milk pail. If you're a lot like me, you've got your blood. You've got your spleen. But where are you getting your sex beads from? Well. Give a call to Rosie Geeds. Uh, I think it will be. I think we get it, but um, but yes. it'll be. Listen, it doesn't really. It doesn't really matter. The sex. The uh, the sex beads are they fantastic. Are. They are. You've got to get them. Yeah, you've got to get them. Um, I have got some. Uh, I've got some great news. A wonderful offer. Uh, currently, currently one hundred percent off this product. Uh, unfortunately, it uh, it doesn't exist. Uh, it's 100% <laughs> off. It's, there's, there's, there's none of it left. Uh, uh, we're completely sold out. Uh, so I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, we're completely sold out of um, the the fresh green grass that the cows have been chewing to pr- pr- to fill their their stomachs with uh, with all the cud. So uh, I'm afraid. Nothing by everyone through and goodbye. And it's Charlie Mass, lovely, everybody. Lovely. I'm really surprised you managed to get that in one take, actually, Crosby. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought I nailed that, actually. So that's forward slash patrons neighborhood watch roll call forward slash concluded forward slash dot com. <laughs> Tom, have you ever used a computer before? <laughs> 